Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, mediocre and missing puppets movies of film history. <laughs> oh yeah, a little, a little bit, yeah, a little bit sweetie, but we got there. <laughs> I am Matt Horse. I am Cassandra the horse. <laughs> and I am James the horse. <laughs> the horse. And it's so nice to be here with you both. Hello. What type? What type of horses would we be? I would be a black stallion. I would be an Appaloosa. I actually don't know that much about horses. Though. Yeah, pie bold. <laughs> I had a book about horses when I was a kid. That's why I know the breeds. But beyond that, I don't yeah. care. Don't care if they live or die. Well, oh, let's... wow. Gosh. Um, what would you be, Kate? It's like maybe a pie bold, strawberry roan. One I, of the, who you know. knows all this much about horses? You know what? I would love to be a pegasus. Oh, yeah, but that's cheating. That's, no, like, that's not fair. There's only, like, Pegasus is a singular horse, right? Yeah. I guess you can refer to it as horses with wings now. But. Yeah. yeah, that's People the usually now refer to Pegasus. The collective so. term is now. Like you shouldn't say Pegasus anymore, James, actually. Uh, it's a bit, <laughs> it's, a, it's an archaic term. Yeah, yeah. What do you call it? <laughs> Winged flighted, horses. Yes. Flighted horse. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, How silly well we mood. Um, we just watched War Horse. We'll yeah, talk about that talk later. About that famously. Soon. We have famously watched it with our eyes. Yes. Um, How but, else are we gonna? Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Um, but now, let's talk about the other entertainment that we have watched in a little segment that I like to call Pop Corner. Pop, 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 pop corner. Uh, James, you want to go first with the pop corner because I cannot think of anything, and so I hope that I'm going to pig- piggyback on your all of your <laughs> items. We love, have to have pops every day. Love your every love week, your honesty, every yeah. um, Yes, I have some stuff that I have been watching and listening to. Mm-hmm. I've been using my mm-hmm. eyes to read a book called Downfall: The Destruction <gasps> of Charles Mackey. Have oh. you heard of this? No, I went to the German film. Ah, yes. The right. Bruno, Bruno Gatz. Is that Gans. right? Gans. Gans. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not been Entirely watching... Entirely different. I've <laughs> not been watching Hitler content. Um, although I hear that's a great film. Uh, uh, this is a book by Paul Diamond, um, who has been researching the story of the mayor of Fung Nui. Um, he gay, so, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, both Paul and the person that they're talking about uh, Charles Mackey, um, who shot a man who was blackmailing him for being gay and telling him to um, resign the mayoralty. Is it, yeah. Wasn't that guy a poet? Yes, Darcy Criswell, who turned out to be gay himself. Um, yeah, and I would really recommend this book. It's like been blowing up, like a lot of people have been reading it and enjoying it, and it kind of traces um, the, the uh, influence that Mackey had on the town like how much he kind of did for it and then they tried to just completely erase him from it so his name was like chiseled off and it was a great shame so this is in the 1920s so like oscar wilde's gross indecency charges had happened quite recently and this is kind of an equivalent um happening here in new zealand which i didn't know anything about and it's a really important part of new zealand's queer history that is really cool and afterwards, after spending some time... Well, it's not cool, but, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, and after he was uh, put in jail, uh, 
assigned 15 years or was charged 15 years and then spent about seven years there and then he went over to london and then berlin where it's really cool in the book where it kind of that was more of a more accepting society for gay men and kind of talks about that scene there and kind of cruising in the 1920s and then berlin where it was just kind of quite explicitly tolerated and unfortunately he was shot in a um uh some kind of uh protest i believe that occurred and he kind of wandered into an area that was quite dangerous and was killed um but i'd really recommend checking it out like has this had the sensation of like reading some of our new zealand history where it just kind of unlocks something anew that you kind of didn't know you needed and i really enjoyed it the lavender history of new zealand yeah and i got happy pride happy pride for not us but yeah in this part of the world i know that's yeah. what i'm saying like Weird. american cultural imperialism <laughs> strikes again our pride month is march yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and following on from that i got the opportunity to oh my God, just want to say yeah. when i heard downfall yeah. and i said the german do you remember like in the thousands when that meme of the oh, yeah. hitler I don't what know if that's the thousands. That was like oh, the right. Oh, right. Yeah. Of that clip of like. It was the clip about him yelling about yeah. stuff. That was such a thing in culture. That yeah. was. Lost of time now. So if you. I wow. guess most of our audience knows, but you replace the subtitles about something about like, no, Marvel is better than DC or whatever. Um, yeah. And then all the officers look nervous. Um, Pivotal scene in Danfall. Never Pivotal. seen. But I've seen that clip so many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and following on from Downfall, I got the opportunity to actually voice um, Darcy Creswell um, in, in an episode of Black Sheep, which um, is an RNZ podcast by William Ray, who I went to high school with. So it is those kind of, that's how I, I've been voicing also it over the years. because you're a good voice actor and he keeps hiring you again because you're good at voice acting. Yeah. It's not just a nepotism. No, yeah. it's not. I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really cool to, one, hear the kind of, breakdown of the events like um Creswell threw a chair at the window um to alert people on the street um and yeah it's a really interesting kind of a, a audio account so if you don't have time to read the whole book definitely check out those um two episodes on um Mackie and Creswell and yeah kind of the complicated because I said before Creswell was gay as well and his motivation for blackmailing people don't know if he was working on behalf of someone if he was getting blackmailed himself or if it was like this kind of self-hatred like you know you're you're doing so successfully like and i'm gay as well how dare you how talented mr ripley of him very i mean like learning about it i'm like oh this would be like i see this as a as a feature in five years like surely or 10 years you know i wouldn't Um, say surely hopefully hopefully yeah. you know it's a fascinating story um and finally something that we've all been watching may not finally i've been watching two other things anyway tv um succession yeah it ended the finale yeah. of s oh my god yeah um i loved it was great <laughs> i loved it like i think great. the overall season as well but i feel like they landed the plane yeah. Yeah. i i was a little bit worried because they only announced that it was like the last season like Quite way recently. later yeah mm. so i was like oh is it gonna end in like a weird place mm. but 
I know. I think it's just the British sensibility yeah. of you know, like we just we're done when we're done. You yeah. know? not yes. that American sensibility. We stretch it out and we keep squeezing yeah, it out until we, you know, like I, we, we finished the story. We're finished, and yeah. I think it, yeah, finished at the right time. I feel like any more seasons of it would have been too many seasons. I to be also honest. love that, like at the end, you know. You, you weren't shown everything, but you kind of know where the characters are going to go. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be shown more. Yeah. Like, you know what's going to happen, like, mm. minutes after the frame goes black mm. yeah. for each of these characters. And you can imagine their lives playing out in in many different ways. But, you know, the general sense is the same. Yeah. MVPs for the the season or the whole series, like who who do we really enjoy? Look, I feel like they're all so good. Yeah, is yeah. the thing. I, I feel like Sarah Snook had a fantastic she season. She had really yeah. great she material this it. season. She had some great stuff. Karen Culkin I, got a lot of great yeah, stuff. Yeah, I came too. back mm. to my baby girl Rome. Mm. Yeah, you know, a terrible person, but you know, I just scenes. feel for him. I feel yeah. like he didn't have as many, but like the combat hug moment in the finale was great. Yeah. Oh, you mean in the final episode? Yeah, yeah I was thinking specifically. I think by the final episode, he was not like a viable contender to succeed the st- but anymore. Like, also, the performance in the oh, spoilers, ultimate- spoilers. Sorry, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, there is spoilers for the succession. <laughs> Why are you listening to this Why if you haven't seen it? Um, but yeah, the uh, like the penultimate episode, I think, was a real showcase for him as yeah, well. Like I, that moment at the um, funeral was so good. But yeah, I just love his delivery. Like um, Connor, oh sorry, um, Kenny will lie, Shivy will cry, like that kind of thing. <laughs> it's like the weird things that he does. Yeah, yeah, um, hyping himself up, like, so in this funny, yeah. and the weird psycho things that he has like deep seated yeah. in him yeah. like and Matthew yeah. McFadden I think is just I think he's course. wonderful he's I love him um, yeah. I felt um, like this season though I missed that he didn't get to do as much comedy stuff I also, though I did love but all I think like the great. love re- relationship stuff with Shiv was I think like, that was excellent beautiful I just, it was, like, it was I mean, reminding he, he, me of Pride and Prejudice I was honestly, like, I'm like oh. he smashes it because he's so good at everything but I do love like the comedy that he got to do in Julius it doesn't get quite as much of I heard an account of like his audition for Pride and Prejudice he was doing it with Kira because she had already been cast mm. and they just did a spontaneous improvised kiss because it felt right mm. and then right from that like it wasn't was scripted yeah. he got cast from that because it's like he's got it man well i feel like it would be weird if kira spontaneously kissed someone and then she was like oh we're actually not gonna go with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that like, um yeah also i mean jeremy strong as well just like in those frantic moments yeah. he's really I also just miss Logan in general he is like a gravita- right. gravitational well, so force so does Brian Cox Brian he Cox. was <laughs> salty about being cut so early spoilers but he is he just brings that kind of like gravitas like I was reminded by like when James Cromwell did his eulogy mm. that kind what, of just which, like natural what a scene. so what a good scene. I'm sorry do you mean Jamie Cromwell Jamie Cromwell, Jamie Cromwell. as he likes to be referred to uh, um, yeah. and other things I enjoyed not this is not from the finale but like when Caroline um, Collingwood their mother rounded up all the um, mm. Logan girls yeah. it was incredible love it was that beautiful. Moment. I love so Carrie this season she was Carrie a messy was messy yeah. girl yeah I yeah. think that penultimate is probably my favorite. That was my favorite episode. episode. So, yeah. Although um, episode three, episode, was very good. episode three, three is very still, good, but yeah, still the penultimate episode, I was just like the, yes. the eulogies were incredible. Yeah, that. so Shakespearean, the Julius Caesar of it all, with like yeah. one speech and then completely flipping it. Um, yeah, it was it was great. It was such fun. Yeah, I wish cousin Greg had you know more layers to him. Yeah, he kind of, like, there's always, like, a character that kind of gets, not if not dropped, just gets his little, gets a little bit less to do. Same with Jerry as well, who I love as a I character. I wish there was mm. more Jerry, because, like, oh, I love Jerry. 
I love the old guard. They're so they're mm. just buffoons. Oh, it's I feel it comes like it's down to yeah. about kids. Oh, it's also like how we can the queen Carolina, mm. who mm. does not do a lot, but but, but winds up on top, in, and that final. I love her. And <laughs> <laughs> that final episode. Um, talking about people on top, Survivor also finished up. Yes. That's right. Yes. And we've mentioned before that we were very much Team Tika. Yeah. Um, mm. So you know, I was I was happy with the winner. I wish that Carolina got yeah. some votes. <laughs> I was um, so betrayed when Franny did not I vote know. for Carolyn. But I think actually Spoilers. watching the Spoilers. watching the panel stuff, yes. like I think Jam Jam did a better job. But I was like, just like, girl, she changed. Was, yeah. She changed your life. You already know that Yum Yum Jam Jam is gonna win. Yeah. So you mm. could have thrown Carolyn a vote. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's because the other two were kind of talking about them and themselves and they didn't talk so much about like strategy and how they played the game. I, yeah, I it was, was a lot more sort of like here's how it's so inspiring for me to be on the show yeah and jam jam did that and then we're also like i, I was think also jam jam was just like yeah. a natural i he was just like saying all the right things yeah. even like things like hugging the other like yeah um finalists and stuff like that just mm. like he played that jury very well it was that line where he says like i can sense when people have a sparkle in their yeah eye. when, when they're talking like, to me about something that they love yeah and when they were lying it was gone yeah, yeah. So. yeah it was that moment that I was like oh he's got it locked like yeah, I think that's won. It. yeah absolutely yeah. yeah so very satisfying season I think I, I do love that when Carolyn was like trying to explain her game Carson was like trying to stage mom from the side yeah. <laughs> he really was and I felt really bad for him with the similar with the editors. fire moment was it Jesse from a couple seasons back is that yeah. his name yeah but I don't well know. I, I think you I know. enjoyed Tia Heidi doing doing yeah. her thing yeah and, and I, I think it was a thing where like he felt like you know going out because you're not as good at fire as everybody else yeah. like it's, it's kind of a worthy go. defeat you yeah. know yeah. yeah and also especially once everybody all the other three of them were like fire fiends <laughs> like <laughs> really good record like, yeah. yeah I'm so glad Gabler does not have that record anymore oh my god oh, was, was he, he the, the previous, previous? Record I think so yeah oh my god. I think you're right good wow. for her um, and final TV shout out um, which you can jump in on as well, yes. Cass. And well, Matt, I have if you've been, seen it, I have been. <laughs> yeah, I think you should leave. Um, by Tim Robinson, there's a new season oh, of that. New season, new season out. out. I think know, personally, probably know. not quite as strong as some of the other seasons, but there are some good, still yeah. some good sketches on I mean, there. When season two came out and it was just as strong, I was like, "That's incredible!" So I was always expecting the the quality to dip at some point yeah. because yeah. it's like they can't have yeah. so many legendary, like viral, like mm. clips and. It, kind of happened but even still there's there's a there's still a some ton really, of really good funny stuff, stuff in there like the what's it called the car one yeah yeah it's really good <laughs> yeah. what's he called the the, oh, the driving crooner, driving crooner. <laughs> we'll say no good. more but um, um that's good stuff yeah like yes, i feel yes, the driving crooner. i feel there I could be exactly more yeah. i feel there could be more petty harrison like she i think petty harrison co-wrote a lot of i love petty harrison but she's only got one she only has one acting scene in this one which i i did miss that she wasn't used quite as much i love petty she's incredible but yeah there's there are definitely some still some good sketches in it but it felt like maybe a little bit more uneven than some of the other ones but also i find i think you should leave just kind of sits with you know like it's one of those ones where there are things that i didn't find as funny the first time that then when i think back on them that are like funnier and funnier the more I'm sure I think that's about the them. nature with sketches. You yeah. Know? yeah, some of them will be like incredible, and you knock it out of the park, and yeah. then you forget some of them. Yeah. Exactly. And I am very keen to see Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, but I have not seen it yet. But it's out, and um, apparently it's just as good as the first, or it's like pre-come. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just uh, yeah, this kernel hasn't popped yet, but um, keen to snack on it. I hope it's good. Oh, yum. Yum, yum. How about you, Matt? 
Uh, yeah, the era of not watching movies continues. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Hey. It's not in the mood. Yeah. Um, I have not been consuming culture a lot, really. I guess, yeah, Succession was the big one that I kind of consumed and devoured. Um, so a, a nice show called Dakota of the White Flats. So yes. I don't know if that's going to be on when this comes out. Probably I not. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure but, it closes you know, tonight. <laughs> bravo. Is the um, run that short? I think so. Yeah. It's only like a little. They're touring around. I yeah. thought it was alluring. It's um, okay. But it's very good. Um, yeah, if you are in a city that it's coming to, uh, have a great time. Yeah. The other yeah. thing that I followed in the week since our last episode is, you know, I, you know, I love film. Even though I don't watch film anymore, that was the old me. Um, uh, the Cannes Film Festival happened, and um, the third woman winner of the Palme d'Or got crowned, Justin Triette, with Anatomy of a Fool. Mm. Um, so looking forward to that, and the wonderful Sandra Hewler, who fucking slayed Tony Erdman a few years back. I didn't realise that the star of Anatomy to Anatomy of a Fool and, um, sorry, yeah, you just said, she's also in um, the Jonathan Glazer film. Yes, which we will probably hear about a lot called The Zone of Interest. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Glazer, maker of Birth and that um, movie with Scarlett the Johansson. Under the Skin? Underneath yes. the Skin? Mm. Under the Skin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. Sounds very harrowing, this movie. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> no. The funniest part for me was... Um, when Justin Triet collected her palm door, then walked away, and then left the scroll. <laughs> and Jane Fonda. And Jane Fonda. <laughs> picked up like, the scroll, and throws it, it at her. It, it, it threw it at her, her hit her back, hit her head. <laughs> I think she was just, trying to be funny, but it reads really weird. I like, think it was just one of those senior moments where she probably just like, laughed, and she was just Whoa. like... <laughs> Your scroll! You yeah. Know. Um, not meant in any... Look, she is getting up there, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But uh... that was really <laughs> funny to me. Uh, the juxtaposition of high and low in that moment was uh, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, uh, other things from Ken to look forward to for me... Uh, Past Lives. Past Lives, We've but that was about... Sundance yeah, to me. Right. I guess um, the new West End. Um, Asteroid City looks incredible. Um, and also... There's this film called Le Peau au Feu, which apparently is like the new chocolat, you know? Ooh. Ooh. I like it. Central chocolate. food. Mm. Take my Love. mom. Yeah, I know, with, with Juliette Binoche. In it. Mm. She's oh. back. She's back. Sequel. I know. <laughs> um, yeah. We love that. We love that for them. And also, yeah, looking forward to seeing more of these titles, hopefully, in the New Zealand Film Festival coming up. And maybe some titles from festivals of last year. Because mm. yeah. sometimes that's how they go. That's how it happens. And, and we've been uh... getting trailers a little bit more and more of ex- exciting upcoming films. Oh my god, the trailer for Barbie. Mm. Mm. We saw. Very good. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, we saw. Good. Good. Yeah. It's just not that still anymore. Count the Wolves. I can't wait. wait I can't what wait is to it? see Lily um, Glad. How many wolves are in this picture? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently she's amazing. Can't wait. I can't oh, wait. Oh, Marty. It's four hours long and I'm here for it. <laughs> I have, I'm a, I love I'm how a we're big com- Marty fan. I love how we're like complaining about the length, but you know. No, I'm here for it. No, no like you, four long hours Long is long. It doesn't yeah, feel yeah. as long if you're watching Exactly. And I'd like people to I'm go back like and people... check out The Irishman because it's good. I just want 
somebody this and i've said this before and i'll say it again on this podcast this is the perfect time to bring back the intermission well here's the thing i don't know why marvel hasn't brought back the intermission i'm just like because they'll make so much more money people will do it but i'm like or to, like Martin Scorsese. Yes, yes. You are a lover of, of you're a cineast. Y- yes, you know, yes. like you love old films. Like you know, just, yeah, just and have I, their own yeah. Oh, yeah. I just was have thinking about it from like a commercial point of view, like how it would like catch thing, it's on. Like, it's you know, pr- it's like great from a commercial point of view. Yeah. Cinemas will love it; they get to sell more concessions. Yeah. But then also like filmmakers get yeah. to structure their films it's, with these these spaces i think the tricky thing with cinemas is they're trying to pack in as many screenings as possible and, and also, so if you have intermissions yeah it, it messes and that also up a little the bit. age of streaming it's yeah. i don't know it's new it's it's uh, someone should try it as, a, as, yeah. a, as a i artist. think somebody should try it somebody at least should like put it out there you know there is one film who is, which is like experimenting with an intermission it's a little film called wicked heard about it the intermission mm, of a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I'm looking forward for a trailer for that. I thought John, Jonathan Bailey in um, some of the photos. Um, looking a snack. As, what's his name Formio. again? Fiero. Fiero. And, Fiero. Um, Fiero. Fiero. And he was Guy showing Guy Fieri. <laughs> Shut up in a little, a little teaser for um, him and Matt and i was like i'm here for it cool yeah. Okay. Um, yeah let's yeah. let's get into it talking of two close brothers <laughs> but of the equine persuasion it's time to talk about feature presentation unless you had anything else maybe. no that's it feature presentation Boom. I, I love how we went from two gays to two brothers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Great, the, 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 the great horses could be gay. Yeah. Horses could be gay. Oh, the, actually, there is... I could have just gone for Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch because there were yeah. some... They seemed into each other. Yeah. Or both called James, you know, Jim and, Jim Jim and Jamie. Jamie. Jim and Jamie. Yeah. Anyway. This is the second film of our um, kind of like shrug of a season. The Mixburg. <laughs> A shrug of a season. Hey, I listened to our last film. episode and we didn't even have a needle drop for this. Look, James season. has Fine. been busy. He's been, uh, that's what he's I mean. been working hard. I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'd like you to imagine the Berg. No, is it Spiel? No, what is it? It's the mixed Berg. The mixed Berg. Yeah, imagine a imagine an iceberg full of like crap and plastic and you the know. The iceberg and the top the top of the point is like Seven Spielberg's face. It's like Jaws, West Side Story. Oh, like, it's the it's fin. The, it's, it's the, the jaw. It's the shark oh. fin. Oh, I was thinking like it's like the good, all of the great oh. classic Steven yeah, Spielbergs yeah. at the top, and then at the bottom we've got the morass of the, the mix. But it's actually like the it, it is the shark <laughs> fin, but instead of a shark, it's just the spin. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the, the Spielberg. Iceberg, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, imagine that. It's fine. a visual. Yeah. Maybe we'll adjust the cover. Yeah. I mean, we didn't really get into it. Um, last yeah, episode because was, because we had a guest and we were we running a bit long. Oh. Hook, yeah. What do we What do we feel about old Steve? I we, love, we just came over Marty, so I love Stephen. <laughs> Stephen, he just makes them. He makes those makes movies. Films. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, and sometimes he knocks it out of the part. Sometimes he's we're talking about. But the he makes ones. a lot of them. Steven. He knows how to move the camera. He knows t- how to move me. Yeah, my Steven. feelings is you think you first see him and you're like oh, what a basic boy and then you get to know him and you're like huh hidden depth I like basic actually yeah. 
But the, he's not like that's he's the not thing. basic. Though. He is. He can be. He can be saccharine. He can be, yeah. be modelling. Yeah. But I'm like. But then you know he can also be fun. Wanna, Did you see West Side Story? I mean, come on. What is our faves? To me, it's easy. Catch me. Okay. Oh, that's also a, yeah. possibly mine. Raiders. Like, it's just so I'm like, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Catch me if you can. Oh my God. It's definitely mm. both Raiders like, top there. Westside Story is definitely in the top, yeah, it's the top so, five for it's me. Raiders there. is very like formative for me because as a kid, I really, 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 really wanted to be an archaeologist. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, shout out to, to Nathan Teese. Don't know if he listens to this podcast, <laughs> but famous uh, archaeologist um, fan. Oh, yeah. No, my, Indiana Jones fan, my mother. Um, well, your brother got out those little <coughs> blocks. This is the things you could buy. Little blocks of just like clay. And then you hack at it and inside yeah. is a little um, yeah. kind of surprise. Yeah. yeah, that's the greatest. Um, what uh, was no, about your mum? So I said, my mum, when she was pregnant with me, had a dream that she was Indiana Jones because that's how much oh. she likes Indiana Jones. She used to have nice. an Indiana Jones t-shirt that she would yes. wear around. Her favourite is Last Crusade. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I love those Lego knockoffs that looked like Indiana Jones, but they weren't. They were something different. Also... Stephen delivers on like the sleepy, cozy, like family film vibe, like Bridge of Spies, Lincoln, The Post. I hear I haven't seen that one yet, but just that kind of like nice, like mm, cozy Sunday. I don't know. If it's those it's are well cozy, made adult yeah. movie to me. Dad yeah. films. Dad films. Bridge of Spies I, and Lincoln are dad films. Yeah, I yeah, love dads. the Fablemans. I cried and cried and cried. Look, you guys both love the Fablemans more than I did, <laughs> but I did like it. I thought Jurassic it was Park as well. Oh my god, Raw, the visuals. Raw. Yeah, it's a big dance and song. also the color purple. I, I love. I actually haven't seen. That I actually haven't seen it. <gasps> what? Yeah, I love the color purple. Okay. Yeah, he no, we is should watch an it before ally. the musical comes out. Yeah. yeah, and Oprah saw that, and Oprah yeah. said, "You, you, yeah. you." <laughs> so those are the good films of Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg. yeah I'm sure there's more. Again, most. he's done so many. Close films. Encounters, you know. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed. Schindler's List. Jewel. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Probably not. You know what? Heard of it? Ever heard of it? Such a good phrase. I love that we all we all subscribe to the cult. We do love ever heard of it. Yeah. Um but (laughs) Steven Spielberg. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of him? Obscure, yeah. obscure name we're lifting up man. on this yeah. fan. Yeah, we're really pulling from the, the <laughs> dark recesses of film history. <laughs> yeah. You're about to segue us, Cass. I was just saying, like, well, the thing is, though, because he, had, he is so prolific yes. as a maker, yeah. that does mean there is a trail of, of mixed bergs in his mm. wake. Mm. Um, the forgotten. Yeah, the forgotten, mm. the less, the less. And so we definitely, we, we knew we needed to head to do three because we wanted to do 97, 98, 99 for our big episode 100. And plenty of others, right? Uh, but there were definitely more that yeah, we could have done. Absolutely. Amistad. Oh, Amistad. Always. The BFG. Mm. 1947, I think it's called. I don't know about that. Is that is. guy with um, that funny guy. I do liked when I was a kid, um, was it Children's Empire of the Sun. Ah. Love that. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Baby yeah. Fine. Fine. I haven't seen that. I was, I was thinking maybe this that would make the cut. Aggressively but. fine. Ah. Yeah. I liked it as a kid. Well, speaking of aggressively fine, well, we don't know if it is or Let's, not. Yeah, I think before we get into our, our plot, should we talk about our history with War Horse? Cast your mind back, listener, to 2010, where on the national stage, a little show is taking the world by storm. I think it had come out many years before, but this is when James Cain This is when it. James Cain <laughs> sits in a theatre and watches a victory lap of Warhorse. And do you know 
the show behind the movie? Of course you do, because it's puppets, baby. It's horse puppets. And, and they're huge, aren't they? They're, they're three pair puppeteers per horse. Yeah. <laughs> the head, the heart, and the hind. Yeah. Okay, which one of us is which? Oh, I'm the hind. Obviously. I'm the heat. I'm. Are oh, you the heart? No, you're the heart. Oh, wait. I'm He's obviously the heart. Okay, yeah. No, I like that we were immediately yeah. like, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we, we, know. Yeah, we, we know. We instinctively know. I'm the hind. Oh, cool. Aww. Um. Yeah, and it is. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, look up the images because it's really stunning. Um. And it's about. Um, Joey, the horse, and his adventures Joey! through Joey through the war. You gotta say it right now, listener. You gotta say it in a British accent. Well, I mean, Matt was trying to do it in a Brooklyn accent. Yeah. But... Oh yeah, right. You're doing a Brooklyn. Well, do it in an accent that is How acceptable. Say it in a British accent. Joey, Joey, Joe. It's so not a British name to Joey. me. Joey, you gotta come here, Joey. It's an Italian-American name. For yeah, me. yeah. Um, Joey. Yeah, it's a really stunning yeah. show. Um, I, I, there's a National Theatre Live production of it, and, and there's not just puppetry of horses. It's puppetry of a goose, who is like the goose comes out very early because it's in the first part of the story, and it is funny. It brings the fucking house down. It's fucking Billy funny. Crystal, scene stealer. Yes, featured actress in a role. Truly, I will show you clips afterwards. No, I want to see the goose of the goose puppet, Mother Goose, Mother mm-hmm. Goose. Um, and how did you feel? I really enjoyed it, and so I, you know. It's a really transformative theatrical experience because the puppetry is so impressive. And um, the storyline is moving, I think. And so when I heard that Steven Spielberg, this is the controversial thing about this film, he was remaking, well, not remaking it, he was adapting it into a movie without the puppets. Because in film, we don't buy puppetry yeah. as much. Well, it's the whole point is theatrical out of this theater and I feel like the majesty of it would just not translate as well yeah it looks weird on film that was the big question and so I went and I saw it in Hamilton in the the Lido cinema to see what's all this movie about because your boy was on a gap year that year and he was making some shows and acting in some stuff and in the meantime he went and saw Warhorse and I thought it was different from the stage show let's just say that <laughs> let's just say that and yeah. we can discuss it a bit yeah uh yeah no i had heard that this film was coming out when it came out uh i knew of the national theater live or the national theater production of warhorse and i had known people that had gone to see it and everybody talked about how great the puppets were and how it was this amazing feat of puppetry yeah. and so as soon as i saw there was one where we we're just like it's going to be a real horse i was like no and then i didn't see it yeah yeah I guess I only really knew Warhorse. I knew it was coming. I knew it was Spielberg, but I only like knew it in the context of awards, because that was, uh, you know. Which awards did it get nominated for? Well, it was projected to like you know be this huge hit, and it was semi-successful. It got a Best Picture nomination and a slew of other technical nominations, but it didn't really set the world on fire. Mm. Um, and when Spielberg's making a new movie, there's always the well, promise. Well, it's an event. Of it. Yeah. It's a Spielberg, as they say. Who's making quite a lot this time? Tintin is around this time too. Twenty twelve, maybe. Oh no, Lincoln's twenty. Lincoln is twenty twelve. Yeah, he really snapped on that one a little bit, Mm. not fully. That's where he met Tony. They became, you know, best 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 buds, writing partners. Fablemans and was there one other? West Side Story. West Side, of course. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it won nothing. Mm. And. We'll see if it deserved to lose all of those nominations, but or if even if they deserved it. And before we, you hadn't yeah. seen it, right? 
I had not seen that. I hadn't seen it first time watching for you too. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, James is actually going to Hello. regale us with uh, a little movie in a minute telling yeah, us all about the plot. Yeah, if you don't know what War Horse is about, yeah. just cast your mind to the London production. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> there's cast your mind to the movie and, and this is what it's going to be. now. We are on the fields of England and a big old horse is giving birth to joey joey a beautiful horse with a little triangle white triangle on his head and he grows up and a little boy called alfie sees him and he's like hey joey and his dad bets on him and pays 30 guineas for him and the mother is not happy about this rose isn't happy but then they manage to get this wild horse to plow the fields and he plows the fields we're halfway and everyone is surprised (laughs) and then war strikes and then suddenly the horse is taken away and then two generals Generals um, come along, and then uh, they get killed, and then he meets his friend Topthorn, and then they get taken to the Germans, and then the Germans um, uh, fucking escape. They run away. They abandon the war. Can't remember the name right now. Desert, and then they get killed, and then a French family take them in, and then the French family goes, and then he pulls a bloody tank, mate, and then he gets caught in barbed wire, and then the Germans and the British free him, and then he ends up with Joey. Not Joey. Um, with Albie. 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 called Alfie at the start. I just got to remember Albie the Racist Dragon. Iconic New Zealand song. Albie the, uh, you know, Great great Kiwi Bake Off. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. I was taking a lot of detail and I sped up a little bit. Yes, we definitely didn't quite, again, as usual, we spent half it on the premise. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so it's the story of a horse. (coughs) And we see Joey's adventure. Joey's a diamond on his head, not a triangle. Um, yeah, it's just a It'd be really diamond. weird if he had a triangle. Like they would be quite like it's sinister. It's a diamond of sadness for Joey. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's very top much form, right? yes. yes. So it's very so, much from Joey's perspective. We're seeing his friendship with Albie. We're seeing like all these different episodes in his war life. Yeah. Um, yes. So we he, sort of go from bit to bit quite a lot. Yeah. He definitely so, has like a you know episodic. Yeah. Mm. So the bit where I started jumping it, um, after the French family with a grandfather and a, a granddaughter. granddaughter called Emily, um, is taken, uh, he is taken, and Topthorn is taken by the Germans again and a made to pull heavy artillery, um, which is obviously incredibly damaging to the horses. Meanwhile, Albie's joined the war because it's like four years later in the war yeah. and he's old enough to join up. And Albie goes over the Somme, uh, goes over the top, and um, a lot of him <laughs> and his friends get injured. He is blinded by gas, and meanwhile, uh, Joey, like... He escapes from the Germans, and he right. runs through the field, runs and that's how he gets into Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then that's where they reunite. So that's... Yeah, we got there. We got and there. And yeah, so... Um, oh yeah, Albie um, is blinded, but then uh, recognizes... Someone finds him, right? Yeah, he's found, and he's freed, and then... He makes the sound of, which is how he calls um, Joey. And everyone else is like, and... Um, yeah, no, they, they don't have the Joey exact right too. call, so they, they know he, yeah. he's able to make the sound. It's a very heartwarming scene where they're reunited. And, and they were going to take him away. They were going to kill him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But Albie, with his blindfold on, was able to describe Joey perfectly. And Joey... Was every inch of that equine body. Yeah. Joey goes back. He knows the he knows that triangle, famously, the diamond. <laughs> famously, the diamond. <laughs> and the four socks, um, as in his little white... Um, Socks, you know. Yeah, Yeah. you know it. It's a horse. He doesn't wear socks. Um, And then they go back home and everyone's all good. And there's 
incredible cinematography. Well, the, he almost loses him again, to be fair. Yeah, the, the French man oh, comes yeah. to be like, yeah. I want this horse. And then he's like, no, you're the true owner. So and that's in a, a moment that Matt likened to the Baroness in Sound of Music, <laughs> seeing that Maria and the captain were really the ones that should be together. <laughs> <laughs> to let him go. Yeah, that's um, an old movie yeah. callback. We've got some Gone with the Wind near the end, yeah. too. Yeah. But we know about the plot. Now it's time to talk about the heart. Right? Or is this yes. where titular role goes? I mean, it doesn't really matter. Look, we, we, we're, look, we're here now. It's we're in the hot the zone. Oh, that's a, that's a B. How'd <laughs> 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 I ever get in there? Uh, right. Hmm. Um, uh, not a hot movie, really. Not a no. hot movie. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, harder to pick a hot, um, hot butter here than, than it was in Stanley and Cameron. Because there are attractive people in in the movie. Yeah, and like in Spirit, yeah, slim pickings, but the horses were like more expressive. Here, it's like. The horses are photographed beautifully, but you're mm. not. Exactly I don't think we should. We need to include the horses. <laughs> exactly. We <laughs> exactly. have to. got humans like, here. Hey, J- if James wants to pick no. Joey, you can pick a horse if you want. He can pick Joey. No, or is pick, he a top ton lad? I'll pick. I think Matt might be similar. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch was doing it for me. Um, not like it's kind of slim pickings, kind of. Even yeah. though in other capacities, people are. Oh, Liam Cunningham was all right too. Anyway, um, he's got uh, Benedict has some like clipped facial hair, and he's being very like order. And the voice order is people nice around. to listen it's to. The same character he is in 1917. Yeah, he's yeah. here again. Yeah, <laughs> it's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, um, although the, this would be the prequel, right? Before well, it's a prequel. It's the sequel, 14 and to 18. And he actually doesn't die in this movie, so yeah. There you yeah. Go. There you go. Um, he's just, just like ordering people around, and even though it probably wasn't there with him and Tom, <coughs> we were a bit bored during that segment, so yeah, thought maybe there were some yeah. sparks. Uh, yeah, Benedict was closer to the top. I also thought Peter Mullen was quite nice looking-ish, mm. but not not really the mm. vibe. But I'll go with Jeremy Irvine, who was an adult when he was filming this, famously, um, and also he gets you know he's really hot in real life, so I'm gonna go with that. He's very pretty in this film. Yeah, beautiful like eyes, like they Spielberg really captures it. So yeah. then when he takes it away with a blindfold, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, it's whoa, like, <laughs> whoa. We had one actor that was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, yeah, I was probably gonna say Jeremy Irvine as well. Like I yeah. feel like yeah, he's just like a pretty boy. Yeah, he's just here to be pretty. Yeah. Just, uh, just a lad who just loves go his like, horse. Oh. And Joy. like you know, look, his, his his commitment to loving his horse yeah. was very attractive, and that you're like, oh, look, he just he's he's carrying a sketch of the horse into the yeah. battlefield with him. Four years after he saw the horse, it was his again, first role. He's whistling well. to him, trying to get oh. him to come to him. Oh, actually, sorry, um, I'm just getting a uh, uh, yeah yeah. I'm getting a telegraph mm-hmm. message from the academy. Yeah, and um. Live from 2011, I'm actually here to announce the nominees for the Oscar oh. for Non-Human Animal 2011. Oh, okay. Who are the nominees? The nominees are Aggie, the artist, Woo. Joey, War Horse, Caesar, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, oh. Rango, Rango, oh. and Dragon Tattoo. Girl with a dragon tattoo. <laughs> These are the nominees for achievement in Non-Human Animal. Congratulations to the nominees. Are we finding out the winner? Oh. Well, who do we vote for? Oh, we vote. Mm. 
I mean, honestly, I think it's still ugly. I think it's ugly. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's ugly. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, Although, um, my well, heart, I was rooting for Dragon Tattoo. Yeah, yeah. you well, threw a curveball with Caesar because Caesar's very good. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like he's a little bit cheating. Yeah. yeah. That nomination is in question for yeah. me. Yeah. Category fraud. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, one thing we noticed, and I mean, this is this is really <laughs> getting into the bananas. Right Wait, is... we're not in bananas yet. No, I know, but we're not even in the bananas. <laughs> this, we're, I'm saying we're moving right ahead. We've still got titular role. Yeah, I just wanted to point out, because Matt has just brought it into the conversation. Oh, okay, okay. None of the horses are credited in this film. Yes. Shocking. Shocking. Yeah, and we how many horses were there? <coughs> well, there were over 100 horses in the film, Yeah. but we looked yeah. up there were 14 horses that played Joey, uh, and four horses that played Topthorn. For a movie that is so much about, like, treat animals with respect. Yeah. I know. I was like, the indignity. We they saw didn't get to have a credit. 101 Dalmatians, right? That was an episode, right? Yes. Yeah. Did those dogs get credited? I feel like hopefully at least the first... I think there's some of the main Pongo dogs and Predator. did, yeah. yeah. Well, there's yeah. one dog that in there, and the parents, I guess. I feel like we found the names of the parents, didn't we? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Anyway, let's not go back and see. I don't know. But, anyways, but, uh, but yeah. here, anyway, we, we literally watched the end of the credits to see if the horses would be <laughs> credited. Also, we were like, we're looking at the, the best boys and the electricians. The like, wildest crediting of people yes. that we've seen so and far. a very bizarre order. Guess who is first up? Emily... Watson. Did you know she was in this film from our description? You probably no. didn't. No. <laughs> Rose, the mother. And then who was second? Who was second? David Thewlis. Do you know he was in this film from our description? No. He's the landlord that was bidding against it Peter Mullen. It kind of felt like it was like in order of appearance, but they don't usually but, do well, that. Well, and Peter Mullen was there before both of them in the film. Yeah, and Peter and Mullen so was... Jeremy Irvine was the first per human we saw. Yeah, was Jeremy third or fourth? Well, we thought Jeremy was, was going like, to be like he was like and introducing. And he was like fifth. Yeah. It was Emily Watson, David Thewlis... Peter Mullen, Benedict Cumberbatch. No, no, it was it Tom was Hiddleston. Tom, Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston, Jamie Irvine, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> Benedict, which is wild. Benedict was a name wild. at this point. But even then, why sandwich him between Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch, who I feel like should go one after the other, yes. depending on which order? Like, it's weird to so me. So strange. Yeah. There was something happening with the agents during the this. Agents, I know. Yeah. The agents, Negotiations were in full thunder. You would think that this was a female forward film with Emily Watson. <laughs> right at the top front. Down. This is a Horseford film, and that brings me to our titular role. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. So this one is pretty clear. The war horse is the war horse. Is Joey. Joey. And they say it in the film. They say it. Not once, but twice. They kind of underline it quite a lot. So it's not um, Albie that goes up and cuts him out of barbed wire. It's another soldier. Another guy. And so Peter and Colin, we learn their names, are a German soldier called Colin and no Chim no. called Peter yeah right and English Colin. soldier called Colin and um, they say oh he's a great a strange beast a war horse and then um, Colin or Peter whoever is like yeah war horse and then they kind of talk about it a bit it's the well, most stagey they're the talking feel. about the idea of like it's unnatural what we do to these animals mm. this although they're made to run to run away but we make them run into battle yeah and um, I get it I get why they include it's it. the message of the film yeah but it was quite, so was here's the message of the film. <laughs> like, yeah. It felt quite... Uh, but I can't really think of a better name. I think it's quite evocative. I think Warhorse is, I think just the, the, the use of it, and I don't know if we needed to use mm. the name Warhorse in there. Like, we're not going to be like, ah, oh, where was the Warhorse? Like, we know who the Warhorse <laughs> is. Was. it in the 10. <laughs> but let me pitch you this. Joey. 
by Steven Spielberg. No, no. Not the TV show. Spin-off. No, Joey no. gives me Dave vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, Joey and Albie. No, War Horse truly War Horse. is it. It's War Horse. They it's nailed it. They got it. They says it in the tin. They yeah. met the assignment. It's no, about a horse and he's in war. Completed the assignment? Jesus. Understood. Understood it. They completed the assignment. <laughs> completed. That's the Mission Impossible one. <laughs> Right. It's actually James's version. Yeah. yeah. They completed the assignment. Everyone's like, I, another James like, old steamy. man. Steamy. 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 Do I say steamy a lot? I think so. You do say steamy <laughs> a lot. Okay, listen out to a drink whenever you hear me say steamy. Um, but, steamy, bombastic. Lots of bombastic. James words. Do I say that? I love the word bombastic. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna listen up for your two. Bombastic key words. Romp. Oh, we all, all those have James them. words. Oh, romp sure. Romp by now. I feel like the thing I say the most is incred. You say just and... you shorten things in wild ways. <laughs> and then, to be fair, which I haven't heard yet. That's so, only yeah, a recent. That's, 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 that's a Johnny come lately. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. To be fair it is recent, but it has really wiggled into my vocabulary. <laughs> Sometimes it just stays there. Yeah. And Cass. Uh, language know. evolves. Miscellaneous. No. <laughs> It's one, okay, one time. No, we're yeah, litigating past wounds. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It feels like a, an actual wound. I feel really bad. No, 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 no. Um, but I will keep an eye out around your habits around uh, speech. I've just got such a varied vocabulary. True. Yeah, she is the head after all. I'm the head. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, why don't we head into our bottles and bananas, uh-huh. which isn't a segment, but yeah, the bottles. So, uh. The Cinem- oh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cinematography. cinematography. <laughs> it's looks like loved that cottage at the start. Mm. Yeah, really nice. Deserve nomination. Is that does is that set design? Which I mean, um, it's production, production design. design. Yeah, cinematography yeah. yeah. and production yeah. design. Cinematography definitely was the most beautiful for me. There yeah. were some shots which were like stunning. Oh, going through the wheat fields, uh. and we have that shot of the the very end with mm. the sunset, mm. and the horse, and very the gone with the wind. Yeah. The mill. Oh, the bit with the mill. So the the. To God, I forgot the name again. Deserters. Yeah. Oh, the yes. German deserters are about to be oh, the shot. Windmill. And the windmill goes Behind, over their yeah. bodies as they're shot, and then as it moves out of the way, they've the they've already the landed ground. on the ground. I think the nighttime cinematography is really incredible. Like mm. when the horse was like going through everyone, it was yeah. just like the lights. Oh, the oh lights, you mean the in, lights. in No Man's Land? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Stunning. Yeah, but with the horse running through exploding mines, I was like, how do they do this? It's yeah. like, yeah, I hope this was CGI. I <laughs> like, so I really good. hope they didn't put the horse next to these, squ- like, explosive squibs. Yeah. Not just that, but, like, the, the, like, Joey was, like, tripping up on, like, things and, like, getting banged up in yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Horse stunts definitely the barbed wire seems, like, oh, CGI. Oh, gosh. Yeah. We, were, but we were all going, ah! And so, reader, I was able to, listen, <laughs> reader, you're the reading us. Hags, yeah. The bag hags, actually. The bag hags. Um, I was able to say, oh, well, this bit in the stage show was really cool because, so, mm, um, yes. yeah, how they do each kind of sequence, they, they follow it to a T, by the way, like, right. um, the storyline is very close, I think just the intro felt a little bit longer than the stage show, maybe, mm. and I think there's an epilogue that isn't in the, um, the stage show, but all the stuff with the tanks, all the horses dragging tanks and running through No Man's Land, they evoke on stage with puppets and lights, um, and the level of people, I think, is the same as well in terms of how many people Joey goes through. Um, mm. I'd like to shout out Joey. 
Yeah. Like the horses. I think our horses did a good job. Both, yeah. the, both our yeah, main Joey horses. And, and um, Topthorn, who is unfortunately snubbed for the achievement yeah. in um, Best Non-Human Actor. But he was actually in Best Supporting Non-Human Actor. Yeah. 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 But Topthorn, you know, when you were like, oh, he's a friend, I was like, just you wait. Because Topthorn, spoilers, does not make it to the end. Yeah. But he is Tragic a friend. Scene. Possibly lover. Question yeah. mark. There's yeah. a lot of nuzzling. Say nuzzle. Um, Possibly brother, according to James. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Top Thorn is injured, and so when they're having to pull that big tank and work for the Germans, he Damn. he's like he yeah. just got to lay he down. Ex- expires. But he's we too, never see him tired. dead, so maybe he's just having a little. Sleep. No, he dies. He closes maybe his eyes. He sleep. closed his eyes, James. We know he's dead. He went to the farm where every other went farm to the farm. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, nice the infamous happy. farm. Heard of it? Animal farm. Yeah, yeah. Animal farm. Well. That's actually what that book's about. That's what about. it's all about, actually. It's about dead animals. Um, uh, yeah. And I the think... The horse and animal farm. Like the, <laughs> like, the payoffs of what they set up in the story, especially near the end, and that second half where, like, Joey and Albie are reunited and, like, the courageousness of Joey, I think still uh, works really strongly in terms of, like, dragon um tanks and no man's land like you believe in the um the main character of joey mm. did you guys have any like moments where you're like oh i feel the emotion of the thing like no. only the barbed wire bit and the running through i also thought some of the the war sequences with um albie like running through with his friends was pretty visceral as well yeah. i think the only point where i was like this movie might have got to me was when old um the Onion Knight, James called him the Vegetable Monk from uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. I don't know what his name is, the actor. I said Vegetable Liam Monk. Cohen. Vegetable Monk, yes. Yeah. Um, so he is like, he, he's about to shoot the horse and then we've got the Joey. moment. Albie comes through and he's like, you know, he's, he's done his whistling, the horses uh, come to him and then he, with his blindfold, describes the, the white mm. socks and the white diamond. Um, was a, a bit and there was a really lovely moment of, I think you could almost see um, the older man is it Liam Cunningham Liam Cunningham yeah. Liam Cunningham just like he's almost tearing up as he's wiping the yeah. diamond clean yeah. on the horse well he's, he's a total pro I think it's such a beautiful moment because it's like yeah there's no reason mm. canonically for this man to like be emotionally moved but it's mm-hmm. kind of like this sense of like oh there's this history of like yeah. he's led jihad oh, time in this nice. war there's a sense like they've had four years of hell and to have this moment of like something that's truly miraculous happen it's like yeah. it's restoring faith in him and I was like oh that's such a lovely moment it's beautiful it really and I, quite moving. I think it's a really good solve for the movie because on stage um like you don't need the eyes of jeremy irvine because Mm. it's it's all about the moment and so him being blindfolded is fine but in film you kind of need a close-up and you know you have a close-up of the horse but yeah william cunningham really sells that moment yeah yeah i think the moment for me is definitely the barbed wire because i could not (laughs) i really care very much about the relationship but the horse got to me when he was like it was it was like it three, so like he just four, kept going through barbed wire fences and <laughs> yeah. he was dragging the like big wooden things behind him and yeah. I wish I just think I wanted more from their relationship early on. Like mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'll see my moment as well. Yeah. I think another really strong moment is when the grandfather of the oh yeah of the you the know, Countess the moment yeah, yeah where Baroness. he is <laughs> the Baroness yes he, he has bought Joey because um, we learn that his granddaughter has died which I didn't think Steven Spielberg was going to do we see it we don't see it on screen um, and so he's bought it bought Joey because um, the, do- the granddaughter loved the horse and connection yeah yeah that he has to his granddaughter now. 
and then he realizes that not only did Albie know him, like he trained him, mm. and, and Joey connection. loves him. Yeah, Joey walks towards Albie instead of yeah. the grandfather who yeah he says, he says his name once. It's like Brandon or something. Bernard. Know. Yeah, Bernard. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Bernard. And the, I think Spielberg like pushes in, like the camera just like pushes in on this like great french actor i think like he just mm. totally sells it in terms mm. of like realizing like mm. oh no he needs to be with him um which is just really beautiful and sometimes the score goes a bit much but in that one i it felt like everything mm. synced together perfectly yeah. speaking of the french um quarter of this film i forgot like the great shot of when we first got introduced to this part of the film through joey's eye oh yeah where mm. like we see the the shadows of of the girl, mm. Emily, mm. opening the barn mm. through his eye. Some yeah. might call it the horse eye camera angle. Who yeah. coined it here first? <laughs> it's making me think of all the other of the other horse media we've got. We've got like oh, well, well, well this there. is our second um, yeah. entry so into the spirit, horse canon. Spirit, spirit, Equus, um, um, Sea Biscuit, Black sea Beauty, Black Beauty, like um, they work, Flicker, the thing, Flicker, yeah. They work on also, screen, but then also on stage as well, because the challenge Secretariat, of, that was the other yeah. one. Oh, yeah, with our boy Toby. Well, he's not our boy. Um, Wait, that's no, that's Seabiscuit. Yeah. Secretariat is... The other one. Somebody yeah. else. Um, <laughs> Far Lap. I don't know if there's a movie about him, but, you know, hey, iconic. Iconic. <laughs> Probably um, Australian. Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. Just yeah. like everything that we have This shared. is a total side bit, and I just have to bring it up every time <laughs> but I... Um, they work on, on stage as well. I, I just want to say. Equus. I just want to say, Far Lap has been brought up, and so I want to just bring my Far Lap facts here. Oh, yes, Far um, Lap Corner. So, uh, <laughs> famous, our famous corner. <laughs> At one point, and I don't recall how, I was on the Wikipedia page <coughs> for Far Lap, and I noticed that his father was a blue name on Wikipedia. Oh. And I kept pressing back. Is this he horse, a Nepo baby? This horse can trace his heritage wow. for about seven generations. Mm. Incredible. It's incredible. Like, honestly, just go back and I'm like, how do they have records? You're getting back into the, like, early 1800s of horses. You know what? That is a successful immigrant story. I know. I'm I'm getting a call from the Academy and we've just awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award for non-human animal to file up. Congratulations. Warhorse. So what were you saying? So all all of those Equus works on stage. That's what I'm just saying. saying yeah. Like horses are often portrayed in media. And what like, was Equus horse Equus. like? Was it just? Well, they. It's often just a man. I think. Yeah, a with man a with a horse head. Yeah. Nugget is the uh, name. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. You know what? I haven't seen Equus, but I'm not paying attention to the horse. I'll tell you that much. Well, I mean, no, there's kidding. a lot of there's a lot of erotic sequences with the I'm horse kidding. and yeah. man, so don't worry, they're both. I don't know. I've no idea. Uh, a of, uh, it's yes. a good play. It's a good playback. Yeah. Piercing imagery. Um, yeah. Do you remember when Daniel Radcliffe did Equus and kind of broke the internet? Yeah, I wish I'd seen it. I wish they'd filmed. Oh, it. all right. You love Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, I yeah. do. Same. He's great. <laughs> what other bottles do we have? Um, I feel like everybody is pretty competent in this film, performance-wise. Yeah. What a, what a glowing... Like, I know. But I think it's just like, everyone's doing fine. There wasn't anybody where I was like, this person's like, bad. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the filmmaking, I think. Like, there's a shot where... So the Grand Pierre makes jams, yeah. right? And, he does make jams. And there's a single shot where... Oh, you really love this Yeah, thing, I man. thought it was really cool, where it's just, like, framed 
in a bunch of jars and then the german um soldiers who have invaded the french family's house are like taking jars away and it's slowly revealing their face and like people enter the frame and the camera only like tilts up um and doesn't really move except for that but it's it's a really interesting kind of framing and staging which kind of just shows like spielberg is a real pro even with material that isn't like high high quality like this like he still knows where to place the camera like like when emily watson enters the frame first off she, like the camera like moves around her in a really evocative interesting way um there's little shots like that i think throughout there's shots like that but then also can feel a little dull so maybe we talk to <laughs> the let's talk about bananas. that yeah so the thing is it is a quite a simple story yeah. in some ways but also weirdly complex it's like there's a lot of different simple stories yeah it's like very episodic and so you kind of have episode one horse goes to farm horse is not made for plowing horse learns to plow yeah. episode two Horses in battle, rider gets killed. Episode three, horses with Germans, horse gets taken away. It's like all of these things. We're introduced with new characters. Um, you know, it's like Lassie. Apart from Albie, we don't really. Is have the structure of Lassie? Also, I've, yeah, I've never really seen him in Lassie. I think he just goes from different family to different family. Oh. In the one get, film, not in the film. Sorry, in right. the series. In, in the, the series, uh, yeah. I get Lassie and Old Yeller mixed up. Old Yeller is the one who dies. Yeah. Who kills Old Yeller? Does someone shoot it? He's got rabies, I think, so they have oh, to shoot him. Yeah. That's dark. It's dark. Lassie, yeah. Old Yeller, and Rintinta in the Holy Trinity of Old Hollywood. Old dogs. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the thing. Is like, it's, it's not, I don't think outside of a theatrical context, it's interesting enough to sustain a plot, is the thing. Like, no, I, look, it, it's also, it gets so boring because it's, it's, it's... We've discussed this in the last episode. Two hours and 20-something minutes. It's long, That's Steve. So well, long. It's too long for this film. Well, I think the story is structured around seeing a puppet do things. Yeah, yeah. it's so very much it's like structured around, when, like... When the horse pulls the plow, that's like, whoa, cool. Like It's a visual spectacle. Yeah, yeah. like you're... But you're also, seeing it being puppeteered and then you're seeing it do actions. But it relies also on us being able to fully empathize with the character of the horse. Yeah. And in a stage context where you've got three puppeteers playing this character. Where the artifice is so clear. The artifice is clear, but also there's human beings there doing the puppeteering and also like with puppetry, like there's different more like specific well, they, like, and the characterization and the mouth, you can like, be doing that you can't do a with a real horse. I yeah. also feel um, like... And so that just means, yeah, you're, like, actually following the horse's story as opposed to this. We, we can, like, the horses are doing fine, but they're not doing well enough that, that the level that a puppet or, like, a level that human puppeteers yeah. can do in it's, terms of letting us into the It psychology. becomes more reliant on the actors around the horse, mm. and unfortunately they're not very interesting. Well, mm. like, I don't think it's the actors are not good, but just the no, stories no, are No, no, I'm not saying they're not the good, characters just the characters yeah, are the characters are Were the, the movements on stage, were they, like, slower and more deliberate because they were puppets, or were they, like, quite fast? Oh, like, they... Like normal horses, or were they, like, you know, more careful, so you spent more time seeing the horse pick something up or plow well you've talked the about thing. there being slow motion moments yeah so there is like for like key moments they would use slow motion but then they were also be able to like move quite freely so like him galloping around the stage so like, would it be like how a normal horse would like at do times things? but then when but, they wanted to endow them yeah. with special yeah, yeah that's that's what i mean so yeah. it's like i guess you have more like time to be deliberate on stage where here it's just like a regular horse a horse moves and, at horse speed but we're not yeah 
spending time and moments with the horse to kind of like kind yeah. of get a connection with it. And it's like they can much. endow the puppet yeah. with like the spirit of horseness or something that you can't just really like, con- convey with it, a real horse. You know? It could just easily be something like you know like more scenes with. Joey and the horse being more... Joey is the horse. Sorry, Joey. Joey and, and <laughs> Jeremy and Alfie. Albie and Al. Weird Al. Um, um, kind of just bonding. I think their scenes were like... I think they're trying to do that. They, they, tried they to, were I trying to do that. I more scenes with them because I felt like I felt part like was really no, long. I felt like 50 minutes so before the war kicks yeah, in. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't mean more scenes, but more like different scenes. To kind of tell that story. Because like, I guess... Didn't, I didn't feel it. The experience of being a theatre girl with this is you spend, like, a good 30 minutes just being like, how the fuck are they doing mm, this? Exactly, Because yeah. it's like, you have the head, sure, but then you have the neck, and then you have the body, and then they're doing the legs somehow, too, and the hind, and the tail. And it, like, sometimes it's, like, six people involved. Um... You know, depending if it's a foal or if it's, like, the whole horse. So you're seeing it a foal first, right? And then this whole body. And then it's just, like, rippling and moving in a way that, like... You know, a horse's body is really impressive because it's, like, muscular and everything mm. like that. Mm. And they're evoking that in a really, really impressive way. Whereas here it's like, yeah, it's a horse. I've seen a horse. Yeah, it's just, like... Should it have been adapted? Why was well, it this adapted? Is the thing. I'm like, I don't know if I could think of a... Necessarily a better way to adapt this to film than this. Well, you got. I just don't think you should. You got Steven Spielberg. Like he's like one of the best directors out there. I think he's doing like honestly a pretty good job of adapting this, but I just don't think that. I think the entire premise of this is is flawed from the start. Like why it's not without the magic of puppetry, which is the entire foundation of the piece. Yeah, it's like there's not enough there. But let's say that the stage show doesn't exist. Yeah, I was gonna say it's fine. Yeah, and so, like, by the end, it felt like you two were invested in Joey and all, like, the payoffs of him being reunited. So it still works as a story. It's just significantly inferior yeah. to the show. I'm not trying to persuade you on your vote. But no, I think no, no, it's no. still quite boring, is I the think, thing. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally. things. You can't, because it does exist, you can't separate it from oh, nothing. Yeah. I know. But also, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did not. I was so bored. I'm usually the most engaged person in the film. Yeah. I never look at my phone sometimes. Yeah. But I was so bored. I did not give a shit. I was lost. I was asking them what was happening. <laughs> Matt was so oh, lost throughout. So, oh, yeah, James quotes. has got some quotes of things so Matt bored. asked during this film. Because did he wasn't paying attention. They lived or died. Was literally not half watching. Like Matt was fully watching, watching, but he was still not just not picking sometimes, up Sometimes, so very early on during the first segment, he's like, who is this for? Like, and then, and then, all right, so Joey goes with Tom Hiddleston and Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, Tom Hiddleston dies, who was writing Joey. I don't know if we said that properly. And then um, ends up with some German boys. And then the German boys... Um, the German boys, one of them has to get sent to the front, but his brother, like, basically steals him, takes a horse, and they yeah. run away to and, desert the and army. And they end up in a mill, and they take off their hats. Like, well, it just cuts yeah. to a new scene. And they're and just sitting there chatting, having a conversation. <laughs> and Matt is like, who are these guys? <laughs> We're As like, they are the same guys! Different people. We've just Look, seen them! It's the fault of the film for jumping through th- too many owners. That <laughs> um... We were also noticing that there are very few women in this, but we will talk about that oh, later. Oh, well, it's not a big doll test passing no. film. And then um, there's a bit where we learn... they Joey ends up with the Germans again, and then it's like, oh, well, I feel sorry for you. Like, we get a sense that something bad is happening to horses, right? 
and then we see that they're dragging heavy artillery and Matt has the cutting take. He says, God, war is so bad. <laughs> like, oh, thank you for your stuff. Honestly, yeah, it's a profound thing that happened. Someone needed to say it. Yeah, Someone needed exactly. to put that the out there. The firm stance that, you know, war is bad. I just realized at that moment of clarity, <laughs> thank you, war horse. This one I don't quite understand, but maybe you can joke the yeah. memory cast. Um, this was when Albie was blinded by the gas and he said, maybe it's a surprise <laughs> for the horse. Oh yeah, as if... <laughs> we were like, we were like, oh, he's been blinded. And Matt's like, oh. Maybe it's like a blindfold. And we thought, yeah, he thought it was a blindfold like they were taking to a surprise party to reveal Despite the Despite the fact that none of the other soldiers knew he had this connection and he had just been in this traumatic where his friend I think died to be fair I didn't really think that like the exchange was well I found out he was blind and I was like he's blind and you were like like, yeah "Yeah." he's got a a blindfold over his eyes and then you were like what did you think he was and then I said I don't know maybe he's a surprise Matt also was like when we met um, the grandfather and granddaughter he was like these guys aren't French enough. Where's the French? Where's the accents? They were doing pretty hard accents. They were doing pretty hard acting, know, accents. But then was... near the end, <laughs> exactly. the butcher of Cabri shows up and he wants to buy the horse to, to eat, eat it because he's a butcher. And um, and then uh, they, he There's ends the up being war. bit yeah. on. Yeah. And this guy is really going for it. He's laying the ham <laughs> on thick. thick. Yeah. Uh, the ladons. <laughs> and I was like, this is what I'm talking I about. I like the cheese on my poutine heart. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love oh, it. Oh, wait, wait. Um, I love that. Um, yeah, I think Matt also asked, like, oh, who shot those guys when the deserters got shot <laughs> on the Egyptian <laughs> army? It's like the Germans. I was like, them, they got, like, because they were deserters. Look, and we'd, we'd explain this point, like, three times. I was, was like, watching three the movie. Later. I don't know if I was fully present. And that just shows you how much this film kind of uh, just, like, was resonating with me. Right. You yeah. just had a, um, a soul departing from the body kind yeah, of sensation. I don't know. It's just very boring to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can get on board a Spielberg, but, yeah, it didn't quite hit the mark for me. Well, we said this before, and I kind of jumped over yeah. what you were saying, Cass. Um, it is very long. It's two hours and 29 <laughs> yeah. minutes? It's 26, so long. I think. <laughs> I feel like it feels it feels like it's made to be put on in like those TV two Sunday movies where mm. it's just on mm. for like half the day, yeah, and you've got nothing else to do, and you sort of you know when you I feel like I've watched a lot of random films like this as a kid where it just is you change on. channels and then you come back you to come it, you're like, halfway oh. through and you're like oh I was and it's sort of on in the background you're like mm. you know you're folding the laundry there's I, like you know well I think oh you go oh I was just I guess. I was thinking about why I didn't really like. I was like, I was just waiting for a reason to care. And the changing of the owners so much made me like, so not invested in this horse. Well, you two thought that Jeremy Irvine was going to be the main character. Mm. Yeah. And when he disappeared, you were like, what? Yeah. Um, And I was like, that's Joey. Yeah. I I guess I was um, hard to, yeah. I feel like it's actually quite Black Beauty in structure. Have you guys ever seen or read? I mean, well, so... Horse Girl credentials coming in with Black Beauty, a classic of the horse genre, but that's very much about like one horse's like mm. Dickensian adventure, okay. and it's kind of the same thing. Like obviously, it's the Dickensian times as well, I think, but it's like the Transfer same sort of structure as something like you know um, David Copperfield or something, mm. where it's like right. we're showing him in this situation, he's in this job, and then he goes to the you know he's he's working with the Undertaker, and now he's working the factory, and now he's Wait, with this person. You know, Black Beauty's male. No, no, uh, 
Is Black Beauty male? I think so, actually. He might uh-huh. be. I yeah, always yeah. assumed. I'm not sure. Black Beauty was female for some reason. But yeah, but it's it, yeah. anyway. I think I think it is a boy actually. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you see the horse like it's the the horse's diary in first person, basically. I love that. The horse's perspective, and it's going from different owner to different owner from like different kind of why, stories. Why is there a thing, horse girl? What do you think? Why is that the case? Majest- majestic creatures. It's majestic, absolutely. And then also the men that can speak to horses, aka yeah. the horse whisperer. But I, I think also the girls want to be the ones that yeah. can speak to the. Right. You know, it's they like, like I will tame this. It's the yeah. same. I can fix him energy. Yeah, horses are like wild. <laughs> And free and, and free. you're like I'm wild and free this horse will choose me right. I will be its only rider uh, yeah and I'm special yeah yeah. okay it's very much yeah uh-huh. that makes sense I feel bad it yeah. made sense for me like instinctively but now that it's all said in words I'm like oh yeah it's that unusual. makes sense yeah. yeah whereas I'm like keep me away from horses they will kill me yeah um, <laughs> I don't want to tame a horse I just because I might get kicked by them I'm going to look at my notes you might um, get oh, kicked kicked um, I think once we move on, once the war kicks in, I think it moves a little bit more propulsively. Yes, I um, think the, the, the worst part's at the beginning for me. Yeah, because um, I, I think Jeremy Irvine and the family are doing a fine job, but I just don't... The it's stakes just are so low. The stakes low, are low. Like and there's a threat of the house being sold to the landlord, David Thewlis. He's going to reclaim because they can't pay the rent because they spent too much money on this damn horse. Yeah. And for me, the plough moment works like like when this horse starts plowing and then emily mortimer threatens the landlord emily watson shit um emily watson threatens the landlord with her needles i'm like the score's laying it on a bit thick but i'm like i felt something there um yeah, because i wasn't quite there with no. the plow moment <laughs> i gotta say i guess i i guess i knew that joey where joey goes to yeah it's like yeah. the origins of joey you've seen the arc you yeah. know where he gets to so exactly. now yeah. now on reflection of it maybe you have some goodwill i don't know um there's a low low amount of women oh there was big mutton chops um throughout at the start yeah um there's a bunch of stars in this movie it's kind of weird is car versus horse the bit with oh the jeremy irvine is riding it and then oh yes 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 i thought you meant tank versus horse it's tank versus horse where that's the biggest moment in the show right yeah this tank comes on screen on stage rather and and then joey has to jump over it i think there's sometimes where the puppetry they intentionally like explode it or like they're not trying to be super realistic all the time that's the thing it's the essence of horse yeah Yeah. it's the spirit of the horse and so when because joey has a problem with jumping like spirit yeah, <laughs> they should do a stage adaptation of Spirit. I think yeah. it would kill. Yeah. And do a Honestly, similar they could. thing, they could. but like not. Well, it's been enough time. Spirit the musical. They've got enough songs. Yeah, but Warhorse was <laughs> crazy in terms of the show. It went around like yeah. all around. Those the world. puppets yeah. are iconic. I think I'm yeah. pretty sure it did come here at some point. Yeah, it came yeah. here. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, Spirit musical, please. Um, um, uh, Car versus horse. I thought that girl was gonna come back and fall in love no, with Jamie Irvine. No, she just Me never too. came back. Yeah, she didn't. No. Yeah, she was just there. He's only got one love in his life, and that love is Joey. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a bit where the the horse shows up. Horses in the windmill, and I said, "There's some horse in this house," and I uh, felt it really, was really proud funny. Of that it was really good. And James did a great one. Um, um, uh, yeah. Oh, Emily drags the grandfather for being. Did not enjoy that moment for objective. Emily. Not a good look, Emily. <laughs> yeah, look. this is Emily, the French girl, not Emily Watson. Yeah. Yeah, Emily. She um, called her grandpa, grandpere, a coward for not being a soldier, girl. and it's like he's always oh, looking after you, girl. What have like... you done? Also? <laughs> Do we want to talk about the Chad Eddie moment? 
yes, absolutely. So, so we knew James Eddie Marzan was Mar- Eddie Marzan was going to be in it, and I, he hadn't showed up for a while. He shows up near the end, and then there's this German guy that looks a little bit like Eddie, but he is really like he's like a better looking, a better one, looking perhaps. like more. Younger. And, and he's playing a role that Eddie wouldn't usually play. Yeah, he's he's solid, he's like... He's ruthless. He's a general. He can, yeah. He's a soldier. But if if someone said confidently, which I did, pretty sure that's Eddie Malzahn. Everyone in Both the room was like, like oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Same facial features. Yeah. And we went with it and we were all like, wow, Eddie is really it's interesting. He was a lot younger back then. Yeah, he looks really different. And then, <laughs> Not thinking about that logically well, at all. Well, to me, I was just like, why are they casting this English actor as, as a, a German, German character? I was also wondering about that. <laughs> well, because they've been quite accurate in terms of like yeah. German actors, like the kid from The Reader is in this as mm. Gunther. Um Anyway, French we all... actors were French. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. Not French enough for Matt, but anyway. Not, not quite. <laughs> we all tricked ourselves. I didn't intentionally trick. But then when Eddie actually shows up and we he looks... like, oh, that's <laughs> Like Eddie Marzan. We were just like, why did we fool ourselves into believing oh. that? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> it's the Wish version of Eddie Marzan. Like, yeah. what you ordered. <laughs> what yeah. you get. But, I love Eddie. No. Oh, we do. I mean, we love Happy Go Luck. You know, yeah. it's so good. And a, also, he a was Mike Lee legend. in 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 that um that Cornetto film, The World's End. He was great in that as well. Oh yeah, he's good. Yeah. One. Oh, we should check that out. Maybe it's a mixed bag. Because honestly, yeah, it, some people. Didn't I hear like it is it. a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, weakest yeah. of the three. Keep an eye for out. most people. Yeah. But I actually don't remember if I preferred to the other two. I like Sean the best. I think. Uh, Hot Fuzz is the best one. Yeah. Oh. Hot Fuzz is the best one, Matt. Here we go. Wait okay. till you see the words end. Uh, no, it's nobody's <laughs> favourite, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, is there anything else before we wrap up? We're at hour 13 or so in. Hour 14 now. Um, I don't really <sighs> no. think... That, I feel like we've kind of set our piece on this one. Yeah. It's boring. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't even get into the segment. (laughs) All right, hold on. We're going to do the segment and then you can repeat. Okay. Okay, I have to cut that out? All right. No, no, no. No, no, it's fine. Oh, we can keep it in? Look, to be fair, to be fair, Counter, um, there was no, like, illusions about, like, where I was going to land on this one. So let's drop the cue. (laughs) Bag. Or biff. Biff. Damn. Cass, what about you? Um, I think this movie is very fine. Yeah. It's it's very much in that mixed bag. It's middle. competent for it's sure. It's very competent. It's not gonna affect our relationship if you <laughs> if you say bag or biff. Don't worry. I know, but I'm this is the thing, I feel like you're gonna bag it. Right. And I don't just go want with it your to heart be bag. Go with your heart. Go Cass. with your heart, Cass. I'm just like maybe it's a very soft bag. Okay. It's it's competent enough that you could have it on in the background. It's fine. Mm, there were mm. a couple moments where I was like, "Oh, that's pretty," or like, "This seems nice." Um, I don't think it's a movie anybody should be paying their full attention to. Mm. Um, but this is me thinking about it purely in isolation. You know, assuming like if the stage show didn't if exist, didn't if there wasn't a superior version, the know. National Live Theatre recording, which you can see of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, maybe it's just on that that fifty five percent soft back. Um, that may be where I put it I think I'm pretty much there with you like there is a far superior version of the show um, of the story and I'm so curious why Stephen was like that I'm sure he probably just saw the show and yeah. he loved it and he loved it and he was he like cried. I've he got cried. to yeah. he cried so much he cried yeah. and cried and he was like I have to t- bring this story to the film to the, to the screen and like he doesn't I, have you know. many other movies about animals but I can totally see it 
Also, therefore. he loves a bit of war. Yeah. Loves a bit I of mean, E.T., he's an animal. Yeah, he's an animal. Yeah. Um, and uh, not an artificial animal. Jurassic what I was Park. To, alien animal. Um, anyway. Park's animals. Um, yeah, true. There is a fair amount of animals there. Mm. Um, I'd say that this movie Jaws. is way too... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? Jaws. 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 Honestly, Steven Spielberg. Who likes animals? Okay. Yeah. Animal Jurassic fan. Park. Although Jaws is not a friend. Jaws of that and movie. Jurassic Park are both not friends, I guess. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to set the record straight. He's like, I He's do, like, I do like some like animals. Jaws, E.T., and Jurassic Park. All winners of the Academy Award for Best Non Human Animal. And, and to Matt, E.T. is the villain of E.T. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alright, well, back to the bag of Biff. Not that it really matters, but like. It is, um... It is, it's the tiebreaker. It's competent enough, I think. I think, I... By the end of this movie, I'm feeling invested. I want to see Joey go back to Albie. Yeah. Um, and that's enough, I think. But I think it's really tough at the beginning. Like, it is... I forgot how long we were fucking plowing the fields, honestly. <laughs> oh my god, for some it's quantity. so long. Oh man. The whole yeah. scene where we're like, your father drinks because of his limp because he got in the boar war. I'm like, why are we doing this scene? Oh, yeah. We're going to not even see these boys for most of the film. But um, yeah, it does ultimately work. Um, very unusual entry for Steven Spielberg. Honestly, I think it's my least favorite Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just, I can't think of anything that I don't like more than this. Well, Fine. have you seen, like, the the people that, the ones that people think is outwardly bad, right? Well, we'll see. We'll I mean, see. Like, I mean, Tintin yeah. was fine. This is, Munich was Tintin is a lot better. Tintin's much better than this. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about, like, Always and Amistad, like, the ones people don't even mention. 1941, no. like, which, who knows? Uh, well, who knows? We'll seen. find out. Yeah, it's that's getting the bottom placement of my Steven Spielberg list on Letterboxd. Matt is like looking at me like he wants to like cut someone. He seems angry. No, I'm not angry. I'm <laughs> well, not angry. Not even angry. Just cold. Just like fuck this. Like he's saying. Like I've listener bag hags. You always hear energetic Matt, but this is like I am energetic. Just no, a different energy. This is like, like a knife. An this incisive is like, energy. This is like a drained Matt. Like, this is me bringing a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> like they Just did. like Tom Hiddleston. The soldiers did. Um, yeah. Well, listen, we have one more entry to go. We've said the stuff that it might oh not be. God. So what could it be? It's the last, like, double-digit entry for Mixed Bag. It's gonna be... We are gonna be hitting oh, to triple digits. Soon. Yeah, and we better get on to our 100th yeah, anniversary <laughs> event, um, which you'll find out more about soon. Um but, you know, right now you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Mixbagpod or Mixbagpodcast, uh, mixbagcontact at gmail.com mm-hmm. to contact us via email. And um, it, Destiny's Cousin is coming Destiny's up. Destiny's Cousin is yes. coming up. It's as selling out. Last, yeah, it's selling oh, pretty well, shit. so I would get in there. Um, there's um, also... 35 millimeter. Yeah, so we are in a series oh, of that. shows. Nice. So um, Footlights is producing both Destiny's Cousin, which I am part of, and also the, also, <laughs> also the musical 35 millimeter, a musical exhibition, which is a really fun review cool. uh, based on different photographs, which is featuring a whole lot of other Footlights fam. Um, and so they're both on at the same time. Um, 35 opens uh, on the Thursday the week before, and we open on tuesday the 20th um but make a double bill of it come and see both the shows you get a discount Mm. if you buy them both together nice um and yeah come see them see them both hang out the griffin have a great night but for now that's That's a wrap. wrap
you like those flicks, come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.